Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. All right, I think we can slip Bob from Waterbury in. Go quick, Bob. Uh, yes, uh, Friday should be a foodie Friday all day long. And uh, the rants, uh, the dude that does uh, Lamont uh, mimicking him, that gets mm-hmm. old after a while. It does? Oh. Well, I mean, it, it's for rants. It's not, it's not America's got a talent. Well, it's a little bit of both, but I hear you. Your vote is duly noted. Thank you for that, Bob. No, I like the my favorite part is the governor, but that's just me. Because, um, as I said yesterday, the 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 performative governor on the rant line is more the governor than the governor. You know, he captures the essence of what Ned is, which is a fool and a dope who lucked into everything in life because he was born filthy rich. And I find that study, that's just such a wonderful study of the human experience. Like, what happens to you that is good from being born rich? And and what happens to you that is bad from being born rich? And I don't know anything good that can happen to you from being born rich. It takes all the the need for experience and the, and the necessity out of being born and having a life. So it makes you into this faker of a person for most people. You end up just being a fraud, which is what the governor is. And it's hard not to be a fraud when you have no purpose. So you have to pretend to be purposeful rather than go find your purpose. Now, it's not impossible to go find your purpose, but it's not something he has done yet. So he just plays this character that makes people smile and say, oh, he's such a nice guy.
It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Where did everybody go? We had full phone lines a minute ago. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Rants. Rants. That's why we have the rant line to collect the rants. I just heard that Biden said when he was elected to the Senate 180 years ago, well, that proves something. Either he's really, really old yeah, or he's delusional. How about if he's trying to make a joke and he's just really bad at making jokes? He's incompetent. Well, he is incompetent, that too, but he's an incompetent humorist. We should immediately restore the previous president, and things will get better immediately. I would suggest uh, restoring George Washington to power. Joe Biden again took the floor. He needed to talk to us more. One thing that he said, inflation is dead. He hasn't seen my grocery store. That was such a farce yesterday. He ran such a wonderful farce on himself yesterday. He ran such a great farce on himself because yesterday was the celebration day for beating inflation. And the White House thought because the last two monthly reports that have come out were progressing nicely with slowing down inflation. So he brought in his experts and said, come on now. I'm just imagining this, but you, you know, this is what they do. All right, you're going to put your reputation on the line to tell me you're, it's worth gambling that this month's number is going to be the turnaround number? You're willing to put your career on the line for that? Yes, Mr. President. I believe this is it. Inflation starts going down now. And uh, and they convinced him. They convinced him it was safe to have the press conference. And instead, the stock market goes down. How much did it go down? 1,400 points? Be- 4%? Because inflation was such a shock. And the Fed is going to... They're, they're, they anticipate that the Fed is just going to declare war on... Uh, it's going to declare war on, on inflation. And that means that, oh, I have a wonderful cut on that. I'll play it for you in a minute. Hi, Todd. It's Tuesday afternoon. No, wait. I'll play it for you right now because I see it. I think, listen to this. This is Steve Ratner. Oh, I hope I have it in the right place. This is Steve Ratner on uh, Morning Joe describing what happened. Record job growth, record job openings, 11 million. I'm sorry, that's the other end of the conversation from what I wanted to play you. Let me get the Ratner part. That's that's uh, Joe Scar. So how long with these rate hikes, Steve, will it take to see inflation come down? That, that's exactly the right question, Willie. And what yesterday's numbers did. Listen, listen, this is the this is the payoff part right question, here. Willie, and what yesterday's numbers did was it increased the probability of there being what we call we're calling a hard landing. A that hard there's going to have to be a recession here mm-hmm. to get inflation down. You know how they were talking about there was going to be they were hoping for a soft landing. And, and the liars in the White House have been trying to lie that the inflation's not a problem because they figure it's worth the gamble. They can put their reputations on the line. It'll probably be a soft landing, or they'll just confuse it. They'll just misrepresent the landing and say it's soft when it's hard. But Steve Ratner's saying 
the reason the stock markets freaked out yesterday is because the indications are from from those numbers that the only way for the Fed to go in trying to get inflation under control is to make a strong move. And if you use that airliner metaphor, plane metaphor, they're going to start to drop that nose down on the economy so aggressively that there's no way to have a soft landing. Anywhere near the Fed's 2% target. And so we're going to have to see what, what comes of it. Um, but it's, it's certainly not going to happen in the near term. There's only one more report before the midterm elections. And we're, we're looking at a much longer process, process than that. And the question is going to be how consumers react to these numbers, both economically well, and politically. No, the real, well, yeah, you're, that's what, voters. How will voters respond? Because what he's saying is that... And, and I, I do believe yesterday was a turning point, that we're now, we're now back to the Democrats did a good job for a couple of months making the election about things other than what a bad president Joe Biden is. And now Joe Biden has grabbed the, uh, the <laughs> he's grabbed the wheel. And he's in charge of the, he's in charge of the journey again. He's taken control back away from the other stories that were distracting us. And now the election is is headed in a direction where our focus is going to be on the things that are impacting us most. Not abortion, not Donald Trump, but the disastrous presidency, the unaffordable presidency of Joe Biden. Patrick in Ashford. Hi there. Hey, today. hey Patrick. So, um, just to bring it back to a local topic a bit, uh, Stefanowski, I realize you don't run his, uh, his campaign. I'm not sure. I wish. His campaign, but. Uh, I wish I did. Hello? You there? I, I just said I wish I did. Yeah, well, I, I, do, I do too. A <laughs> um, few months ago, there was a, a lot of news about a company called Semaphore that um, mm-hmm. um, the governor's wife seems to be heavily invested in. And uh, there seemed to be some very questionable activity. And I don't. I think it just disappeared. The story is just gone. And it seems if you're down 10 points in the polls, you you might want to be looking for some uh, fairly needy issues to uh, bring to the voters. It's a very hard thing to do. First of all, in Connecticut, there's no news media to speak of. So, And the news media that exists is very weak. The actual people who work at news organizations have very little leverage because you're talking about news organizations, particularly newspapers, that are on the verge of folding and are cutting people all the time. So if you listen to them, the reporters ask Ned questions, they do it with trepidation because he's got more leverage over them than they do over him. So they might ask him a question from time to time. They tend not to ask follow-ups and they don't cooperate to try to make a story into a story. Semaphore is a huge story. This governor is under two FBI investigations, and there is all kinds of malfeasance that's gone on in his uh, governorship. And a lot of it has to do with him doing insider trading, as you're alluding to, and making cozy deals with companies that he's invested in or his wife is invested in, which is the same thing. And Semaphore is one of those. You can't well, drive you a-, a story if there's no news media to drive it for you. Well, what about a 30-second ad just bringing up the topic? I mean, he doesn't have to necessarily get it into the papers. Just put it on the, uh, the ads. Yeah, well, that's the out. challenge. How do, you, how do you explain in 30 seconds 
if you don't have the support of people writing stories. Now, you could make the argument that if Bob would just bring it up in a commercial right. and say and mention Semaphore, then the news media would come running to his aid and, and run stories explaining what Semaphore is. But well, I don't think... Google search. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that... I don't know that you can do it. Right. And and the other problem is that Ned being born, uh, you know, uh, to yeah. a filthy rich family means he can spend unlimited amounts of money out of his own personal treasure without blinking an eye. Sure. And and Bob's a pauper by comparison. Oh, well. But well, I hear you. <laughs> I, I hear you. I wish it. I mean, it's so frustrating. Uh all the all the things you're alluding to, plus just what a horrible human being Ned is, and what a horrible governor he is, and the tragedy that he created with um, with the the virus, and all of his responses were negative, destructive ones for the state. And people say, "Oh, Ned did a good job." I said, "Really? Why do you think that?" And they have they have no idea why. Oh well, not that many people died. Really, you think eleven thousand people isn't that many? Seventy plus percent of them in nursing homes. And he would, didn't protect the nursing home. Do you think that's a good job? And uh, they don't. They've never heard that before because it doesn't get reported. There is no news reported. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Patrick. It's a, it's a huge challenge. I'm not frustrated with you, by the way. If I sound frustrated, I'm just frustrated with the the same thing that you're frustrated with. It, it, and and it's hard to understand how totally dysfunctional Connecticut is politically that you can have a political party that has absolutely destroyed the state financially, and most people think the state's doing well financially. The state is disproportionately in debt, highest per capita debt of any state in the country. That is, if you divide the amount of money owed uh, by the number of, of residents, you get a higher number here than anywhere else in the country. That is the profligate plunderers have squandered more of your assets than anywhere else in the country. And the reason they do that is so they can buy votes. The only reason, the only thing that money goes for is rigging elections. Greg's calling from New Britain. Hello, Greg. Hey, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to, the caller earlier touched on pollution, and I I just wanted to make some folks aware of a a company that's pioneering a, a new renewable energy technology it's not a Connecticut company, it's a Massachusetts company. But I think what they have is really exciting. If, if their claims are true, if what their engineers claim on their website is true, then they're producing electricity far, far faster than solar panels or wind. They compare it, a Corvette to a Model T. What's uh, the technology? It's called Fluid Energy, F-L-O-O-I-D. Is this a hydrogen-related thing? No, it's it's actually a water turbine-related thing. It's it, it, it's not a, not something that you would probably put in every yard. It's more like a community, like a town in Massachusetts, is going to put it in for their town to power their whole town. So it's different than regular hydro, and and how? It's a tower, and they they made a proprietary fluid that that's not water, um, and they they power it to a high, the high point of the tower with a, a state-of-the-art compressor that somehow gets energy from the sun as well. It might be a perpetual motion machine. 
It's wow, that's very small. interesting. So it puts this special fluid up into the top of the tower where it can get heated by the sun. It expands and and then and then moves because of the expansion of the heating process, something like that? Well, no, it falls because of gravity and turns a water turbine. Okay. Um, but it, it does it at a rate that they say... Now and then, I'm going off what they claim on their website. It's just yep. it's just ex- exciting for towns or maybe college campuses or mm-hmm. maybe big factories like Pratt Whitney or something like that, where they could. It's renewable. It's a renewable, and we often think that renewable is only wind or solar. But there's this new technology right from our neighbors to the north, Mass, not not Canada, Massachusetts. Well, it doesn't matter where it's from. It matters if there's a breakthrough going on. That's a wonderful thing. And uh, even if it was in California, you could try to get it. Right. And I just thought it's exciting. And I also think that maybe I think you do a great job with your show. You welcome everyone. And I really appreciate that. And I I um, think that maybe may do a local business feature once in a while, like our Yankee Ingenuity kind of thing. And, yeah, that's and, a great idea. I don't know. So, thank you. Good idea. Thank you for that thought. Appreciate you sharing it, Craig. 860-522-9842. Record job growth. Record job openings. This is uh, is Joe Scarborough talking about all the wonderful things that have happened in the economy and why the economy is so strong. Uh, A generational dominance uh, of the U.S. dollar over all other currencies across the world. We're stronger now than we've ever been. Uh, at least in a well over a generation. Child poverty now uh, at record lows. Uh, It's plummeted over the past 30 years. And this is Joe Scarborough's list of how wonderfully the economy is doing under Joe Biden. There's just this one little thing that's getting him, and that's inflation. But the funny thing is this list, I think everything on that list exists because of government spending which created the inflation like that's why we have the job growth because they shut down the economy the government did and then dumped a lot of money into the economy to get it pumped back up again why is that something to brag about that's the tragedy of government that's a that's a a problem they made for us And the inflation is the price we pay for the damage that they did. Hi, Todd. It's Tuesday afternoon, and I've been listening to the news about the Alex Jones jury and trial and all that nonsense. I wish I was a juror in Waterbury deliberating how much to give the families of the Sandy Hook shooting. I'd give them $1. Thank you. Okay, we heard that already. Sorry. Greetings, Todd. George in Canton. Hello, George. It is almost 4 o'clock on the 13th. I called Tom this morning and was uh, 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 fairly passionate about the fact that uh, that uh, the Republicans have got to grow up there. Well, I just heard Stepanowski on your show, and I wanted to call. Uh, the, I couldn't get on the air, but I wanted to call on the rant line and say that he made his case well. I understand. I understand the fact that he's not going to pound the podium, but he sounded more aggressive, and I just want to put it out on the rant line that he sounds like a man that's determined, and I'm voting for him, period, and I'm campaigning for him with everybody I talk to, so just wanted to say it on the rant line. 
And thank you, thank you, Todd. Well, thank you for the call. It's nice to hear from you. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Yeah, Bob sounded good yesterday. You know, he is a determined guy. All you have to do is look at his career and all those years working for Jack Welch at GE. Like that didn't happen. Working his way up from from East Haven to uh, to the pinnacle at GE didn't happen by accident. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Well, it's WTIC. And uh, somebody sent me a clip. I've got, well, they didn't send the clip, but they sent reference to the clip that Janet Yellen herself said it was going to take skill and luck to achieve a soft landing with this economy. In other words, she is not optimistic that we aren't going to have a real tough time coming up as we try to uh, recover from this inflation that's been caused by the profligate spending and growth of big government on the part of Democrats and and Republicans, too, who think shutting down businesses and shutting down economies and and then spending trillions of dollars that doesn't exist comes without any cost. Fred calling from Winstead. Hi, Fred. Hello. Thanks for getting me on. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about uh, Bob Stefanowski. You had a listener on earlier, and, and for which I agree. I think Bob, respectfully, Bob needs to be a little bit more forceful and a little bit more specific. He's he's not going to win anything by saying, I'm going to make Connecticut a better state. 
And one thing that he can work on is hidden taxes. If I mm-hmm. may uh, give you a few examples. I registered a vehicle recently, and the charges, additional charges were an administrative fee, $10, a Clean Air Act fee, $15, a greenhouse rat gas reduction fee, $750, a passport to parks fee, $15, a title fee, $25. On my water bill, I had a state assessment fee of $10. On my homeowners, I have a Connecticut Healthy Homes Fund surcharge, $12. Yeah, that's my, the old surcharge for the, uh, <laughs> for the crumbling foundation. Crumbling foundations. On my electric bill, a combined public utility benefit charge, $4.88. Tax on my cable TV, $6.40. New York tax on cable TV, $0.83. Cents. And, and that's, that's why uh, that's why Jolly Ned runs around bragging about how he didn't raise taxes because right. what he so what he means is he didn't raise broad based taxes and he thinks that's somehow we get tricked by that right but, but I think this is a good thing for would be a good thing for Bob to come out publicly and specifically and in detail kind of point that out he did something than, like that at his press conference a couple of weeks ago did you hear that where he went through a list I, of uh, Ones that yeah, taxes no. that were so irrelevant that he th- and and trivial that he thought they should be eliminated. Yeah, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, um, yeah. but I I like what you're saying. I don't say that to defend or negate. I think it's a great. It point. is. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. I sent sent Joe Markley, former state senator, an excited note the other day. So happy that you're back finally from vacation. And he said, well, just for one week, then I'm gone for the next three weeks. Oh, thanks a lot, Joe, for fitting (laughs) us in. Well, hey, it's a pleasure, and it is maybe the one thing I miss when I'm on vacation is to call into the show. Which really I like that sweet talk and stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, but that said, there are things that I like better than uh, the vacation is, is worth having, and I have the chance. So The question uh, is, I, when you go on vacation, are you thinking about politics? You know, um, as little as possible, I have to say, Todd. I mean, that's the advantage of being the former state senator and the yep. former lieutenant governor candidate um i do it when i'm around heck i've been on the phone with people about different political things and races today as i am most days somebody's calling me up asking me something or you know uh wanting me to read a a a press release or an op-ed and tell them what i think whatever and Mm -hmm. i'll do as much of it as i can but at a certain point I I, uh, I can I can go off the grid, and that's what I'm going to do for the next. Uh, you yeah, you sing to him. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. You gotta do the best you can without me. And uh, <laughs> when when I'm here, I do the best I can to help him. Good. There's a, there's a lot of good people involved in politics. A lot of people 
that um, could be good candidates if they had a little, just a little of the right direction, and I try to provide that. So which of current events, uh, the, the inflation right now is the hottest thing, the switch over from suddenly Trump is not center stage, abortion is not center stage, we could talk about that. We could talk about your how you were impacted by the obsessive coverage of the royals and the death of the queen. What, what, what's on your mind? Well, let's, hey, you know, let's talk about inflation for a moment, because uh, we have seen once again uh, Joe Biden foolishly. Really, you, you figure here's a guy that has been in politics, as was mentioned earlier, for a couple of hundred years. And it doesn't seem like he's learned that you better not take a victory lap until you really have a victory. So um, just because inflation um, stalled. It didn't go down. It just was remaining at about the same rate. Um, Biden and his administration over the last couple of weeks have been touting the wonderful job they did beating inflation. Then they get a terrible report uh, yesterday. And, you know, the worst part of the report, Todd, is that um, <laughs> the problem is, given the fact that gas prices have come down dramatically, um, the, the still wasn't the enough. The inflation is still there, so it's, yeah. it's going on with all kinds of other things. And if gas prices go back up, holy smokes, we'll be worse off than ever. And on top of that now, all of a sudden, people are waking up to the fact that uh, the railroads could be going on strike. And um, talk about supply chain problems. Um, so there is tremendous danger for Biden. And yet, once again, just like when he said, you know, oh, no, don't worry, the the military is going to hold up, the the Afghan government can defend itself, we got all our people out, Um, all these things that Biden uh, foolishly says he has under control, and then it turns out he doesn't. But I think most of the time, the lies work, and that's the problem. Like he that that lie about Afghanistan worked, it it allowed him to dodge the story while it was a hot story and if the truth comes out later it doesn't have the same impact you know like if if uh, ned lamont gets reelected and then gets dragged off to prison because of the fbi investigations into his administration then the story isn't going to be nearly as big a story well i guess if he goes to prison it would be but you know there's a moment where stories have a lot of political impact and there's a moment where the political impact has been diffused by the the transfer of emphasis onto other issues yes and of course you're right that the press is no longer any kind of honest broker in any of this so um they report um the bad truth and the ridiculous cover-up um as if they're equally uh, uh, credible. So you had that, I mean, you just had that with this question about are we in recession or not. Forever mm-hmm. and forever, it's been two consecutive quarters of, uh, of a downturn. Yes, and, and he got to change sudden, the definition of a recession. And the, and, the, and, the, and the press essentially goes along with it and says, well, yep. Republicans say there's a recession, but Biden says there isn't, as if right. there isn't really a true answer anywhere. And, yes. uh, and it's the same with the inflation rate and so forth. I, again, event, one thing that has to happen is people have to wake up enough to actually pay attention to what's going on. You know, if the, if people are going to snooze, um, in the end, there's no way you can make a democracy work. But it's and kind it's, of circular, because if people don't understand in the first place that there's a change going on, 
in the economy or that there's a change going on in the media and the media isn't structurally the same media anymore. I mean, really, we don't structurally have the same government anymore. We don't structurally have the same political parties. And people are mostly clueless regarding that. But the truth, but the truth hits them in the face uh, when they get to the checkout counter. And that's the second thing I have to say. But people need to wake up. But but politicians, um, and in this case, Republicans, conservatives, the opposition, has to be very, very clear and very, very direct in its message. Yes. They can't beat around the bush. And mm-hmm. your, your callers were just talking about some people talking about Stefanowski and his messaging and so forth. Um, he could, in my opinion, he could not be too aggressive. And it's not a matter of being hysterical. He doesn't necessarily have to sound angrier. It doesn't have to be personal or over the top with emotion. It's got to be direct and powerful, right? Powerful. And part of being powerful is being willing to take a very, very strong stand on things. And one thing I did want to talk about is the polling that has just come out, um, this Emerson poll that was commissioned, Mm -hmm. I think, by uh, Channel 8, that um, one day that the gubernatorial polling came out, the next day the Senate polling came out. And one of the things that I thought was very interesting that hasn't been much commented on is they had um, they have um, Stefanowski down ten points right now to um, Lamont, which is not good. It's not necessarily the, uh, the last nail in the coffin, but you'd rather not be ten points down. But it's interesting that Levy is thirteen points down, and given the fact that Stefanowski obviously has been running for essentially for five years now. And um, and that he has gone out of his way to um, present a kind of a moderate, reasonable um, arm's length from the right kind of Republicanism. You've got Leora Levy, who nobody knew before this spring, and who really has been uh, willing to go full bore on social issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. He's only three points worse off than Bob. So I think one thing it demonstrates is those so-called social issues. I mean, social issues for a long time has been a uh, code word for abortion. But I think really at this point, it's a code word for parental control of education, for um, parental control of uh, children's health issues and vaccinations, uh, for critical race theory, for all the nonsense that's going on that really cuts across party lines. If you want to reach people, reach them as parents. Um, and I think that is something that will overcome uh, partisan divides and will overcome the gender gap. Because when people see their children being taught nonsense mm-hmm. and not being prepared for success in the real world, uh, I think you can. I think you can reach them. And I think that Leora's uh, relative um, success in that, given how recently she started, how bad how 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 bad the press has been to her. And yet for her to be running just about as well as uh, Stefanowski is a good sign that those issues are effective. Yes. On the other hand, it doesn't necessarily those things aren't linear. So you can be the person who goes out there and jumps on those aggressively on those social issues, say, and get to a certain level. And then the difficult part is how do you get another three, four, five points so you can, or, or 10 points, whatever it is, so you can win an election. And that those require a different kind of campaign. And the answer might be like if we were having a, a behind the scenes sit down with 
Bob Stefanowski off the record, he might say, you know, I'm going easy on those issues because I want to be able to pull in um, whatever you call them, you know, unaffiliated voters or something like that, or, or you know, crossover Democrats. Or, and is there anything to that kind of uh, approach to looking at the election in your mind, Joe? Uh, Todd, the first thing you said is exactly on point, and this is something that a lot of candidates don't understand. You're absolutely right that the first the, the first 40 points um, for a Republican or a Democrat are pretty easy to get. Uh, mm-hmm. Put your name on the ballot, and you're as a Republican uh, statewide in Connecticut, and you're going to get there's 38 percent of the people that are going to vote for you because you're a Republican. And you pat yourself on the back and say, oh, look at the wonderful campaign. <laughs> means nothing. That's just that's like what structural. That's yeah. the ante. And each point gets more difficult to uh, to get. I, I say to people sometimes it's like somebody that wants to run a four minute mile running a four and a half minute mile is not terribly difficult to go from four and a half to four fifteen. Uh, you're working. But boy, it's a point where every second um, is more and more that the hill gets steeper. And that's yes. the same thing with elections. Now, the other side of your statement, though, is where do you get those last few points from? And this is where I really believe the, the mistake that Republicans make is their conviction that those votes are found by moving to the middle. Mm-hmm. I think that the swing voters are not primarily people who are uh, politically or philosophically between the two parties. I think the people who are sick of both parties and sick of lying politicians. And the way you appeal to them is by coming across as an honest and authentic person and mm-hmm. pandering to people, essentially saying, hey, tell me what you believe and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll second it. It's the last thing they want. And that's why Donald Trump was successful in 2016 when no one expected to be successful. Not because he, his, his positions were his positions, and, they, and it was a strange smorgasbord that he offered. But the one thing people said when he talked is, there's a guy who means what he says. He, he, sounds, like, he sounds like I do if, if I had the nerve to get up and say it. He, he yes, but like I, man. I think every election is a little different. You look at uh, mm-hmm. how Glenn Youngkin won in Virginia, by, and, and the same way I think that... Um, the governor uh, DeSantis does down in Florida and and compare that to Charlie Baker in Massachusetts, who is essentially a, a Democrat with an occasional um, fiscal issue that he's more conservative on. And you realize each state is you've got to thread the needle as a Republican in certain states to make it happen. And it's a different thread and a different needle. You've got to but you've got to figure out more who you are. This seems this is counterintuitive, but you have to figure out who you are more than you have to figure out um, what the voters want ideologically. And the example I always give, Todd, I represented exactly the same state Senate district as Chris Murphy initially. Mm-hmm. It was subsequently redistricted. But Chris Murphy and I both got over 70 percent of the vote in that state Senate district. Right. And it wasn't because people thought our politics were the same. I think both of us give us give, you can give us both credit for the fact that we're pretty clear about where we are politically. Yeah, but isn't that the hardest thing to figure out who you are? No, well, it it know thyself. I mean, it is a tough thing, but it really is is maybe the first rule of life. And I think that people saw Chris Murphy and they said, "Gee, he seems like an intelligent, young, good-looking man." And they saw Joe Markley and said, "He seems like a kind of a a." a, a professorial, eccentric, 
honest character. Yep. And they responded to both of us on a personal level. And you need to, you need right. that. You need right. And you get certain it. a certain amount of, uh, of, of not caring so much about the details if people believe in who you are as a person. That's right. And, and that's what I think that, um, I think that Leora Levy in particular, if people could get to know her, uh, my goodness, she's a very classy, intelligent woman. I think the world of her. And I hope that um, that, that comes across strongly in the course of Yeah, the I course. think that's where she finds her power out on the campaign trail is when she taps into that inner core of who she is and people get to hear it and then they like her. Yes, she's got a great story. And um, and, and I think she's she's got the nerve to run a, a, a strong campaign. Let's see if she has the the people around her to make that happen. Joe Markley, nice to talk with you. Okay, you can take three weeks off, all right? Okay, and as soon as I'm back, I'm with you. <laughs> all right, so, sounds good. Have a good trip, whatever it is you're doing, and uh, come back nice and restored and energized. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Former State Senator Joe Markley, yes, he also ran four years ago for Lieutenant Governor. 860-522-9842. Still more rants to play, and we will play them. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.